everyone, and uh, welcome to another episode of Let's Unpack That, your now, hopefully again, weekly podcast uh, that's run by this queer millennial, uh, and it's, oh my god, I don't even know how to describe myself anymore. Uh, I, I totally forget, but you guys know what this podcast is. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about unpacking things through the lens of anxiety and depression and, and all the things that, that come around with that. Um, and after, I think, reflecting on last week's episode of unpacking our quarantine routines, um, I think I felt like a lot of negativity um, in in how I was feeling, even though when I was trying to be positive, I feel like a little bit was it like a false facade. I feel like I've, I've allowed myself to become really consumed um, with the news and these like death counts and the case trackers and the maps and the flattening of the curve. So I thought it would be good to bring on a brand new guest um, to talk about uh, self-care and uh, my self-care routine, her self-care routine. Um, Kaylee, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for, I am so honored. This has been a long time coming. A long time coming. <laughs> it actually really has. Yeah. It is. And I feel like I wanted to get you on the podcast for a while, but I was like so not comfortable with like the Skype stuff. And yeah. now it's like the simplest thing. It was like three clicks to do this. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So welcome uh, from sunny Thank California. You. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it's yeah. I've been here for three months now, um, and one of those almost two of those three months I've been inside so <laughs> there's that <laughs> yeah how fun you're enjoying the I environment know, around I love you. it out here <laughs> yeah for those of you guys who who don't know Kaylee um Kaylee is a dear dear friend of mine and also the wife of my best man Jack uh weird best man Jack husband Jack it's very confusing yes. for all of us um <laughs> so Kaylee and I have been friends for I guess five years yeah. yeah, almost more six than five. Years. Yeah, yeah. Say almost six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which that seems crazy. Like that really. No, it really, crazy. it really does. Yeah, yeah. that's insane uh, because I think I met you. Well, I met you when we. Well, when Jack was still living on Hector Street. Mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. was, and we started dating February 2015, and then yeah. Um, I met you and we became close, which is always awesome. You know, know. we kind of hit it off and I'm so glad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy you're here and I'm happy that that you're able to provide your perspective, your perspective perspective on uh, (laughs) self-care. Because I I don't know, I, 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 I think I like a little bit put on a front of like, that I'm good at self-care, but I think I'm probably like better than most people. I don't know that it, it impacts me, but I have always looked at you as somebody who like very much takes care of themselves, not just from like the way you look, yeah. the way you exercise, the way you eat, the way you care about, you know, yeah. your family, your friends, the environment around you, but I'm excited to, to talk to you about it. So I don't know, you, you pick the topic. So, so why, why was self-care a, a topic that you wanted to pick? Yeah. So I think for me, um, I think self-care has become something I've been more focused on, you know, like since college and, you know, since I got out of college, I think everybody when they are in college, that's like probably something that's, you know, bottom five on their list is like self-care. 
yeah. for sure. Because I know, like, in, you know, <laughs> yeah, like college Kaylee was not, is not almost 30 year old Kaylee. They are completely different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think honestly, like around the time I started dating Jack is when um, like my diet changed, my uh, exercise routine changed. Like I got back into exercise, which was always really important to me. But then in college, it kind of like fell off a bit. Um, but yeah, I think just kind of, I, I think we're all going through the same thing. Like, you know, going into our late twenties, early thirties, I feel like it's becoming something that, uh, definitely more focused on. Do you, do you kind of have like the same, uh, journey as well? I, I think so. Like I, yeah. if I were to think about <laughs> college, me was like, not as destructive as I am now, but mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> some, some, somewhat in, in, in many ways, I think to my body, like college was absolutely destructive. I mean, oh, for sure. <clears throat> you're not sleeping, right? Like you're drinking way too much. You're socializing because you sort of have to, like at, at right. no point in college, are you really alone? Um, no. and, and to me, self-care is always tied to being alone. I know that that's different for other people, but, um, mm-hmm. for me, self-care is like I'm alone I'm isolated I'm by myself and I don't think I had any of that in college I feel like while I was in college I was having fun I was socializing I was making new friends then you join the workforce and you're sort of like oh my god happy hours thing and like I have money I can do this you sort (laughs) of like it comes to a head and I feel like because you know you and I are around the same age and and, and people who are older or or can also probably relate to this like as you start to progress in the workforce like and and in American culture and other parts of the developed world you're like very much stressed by work and your life is defined by work and if it's not defined by work oftentimes it's defined by obligations you know to yeah no that's so true yeah yeah, family to friends and I think with that you just like lose a sense of like taking care of yourself entirely you know like you have to make it a kind of a priority and I feel like I'm just now sort of starting to make it a priority self-care right a priority Right, right. And I actually heard this really good quote, like a few weeks ago. Um, I I don't remember who I want to like credit someone with this quote. I don't know. Oh, I know. Um, (laughs) So I'm sorry if I (laughs) Uh, just feel like Eleanor. I'm plagiarizing. (laughs) Um, So it might have been someone on a podcast, honestly, but the girl said that you need to make sure that you show up for yourself. Um, which I, I really loved that. Um, and it sounds so simple, like when you think about it and you break it down, but it's like, I think a lot of us these days with like how just cultures change, like millennial culture, we're all kind of, you know, climbing up that, uh, corporate ladder and trying to make a name for ourselves in our career. And I feel like we just don't take time to be alone and recharge. And I feel like sometimes being alone and wanting to have time on your own is kind of seen as like a strange thing. Like Mm -hmm. you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to be busy all the time, which I feel like isn't healthy, you know? Mm -hmm. I, this might be a little bit of a side tangent, Mm-hmm. I like hate that word busy you know like isn't it too. just yeah, yeah. I do. it's it's so like 
because one, it can be like an excuse and like, but it's, it's busy is, is so often a state of mind. And I think self-care gets you out of that, like busy state of mind. It allows Mm -hmm. you to like slow down, you know, like that, that rapid fire, either speed that you're thinking at actions that you're doing, you know, things Mm -hmm. that you're you're acting without thinking, you know, like, I I think that like self-care is what stops those like busy thoughts, you know, like the, yeah. The, the busy, the, the like the busyness of life. Like, like I, I always like find it so frustrating when I see people make the same mistakes over and over again. And I, mm-hmm. I do that. I mean, we all do that, but like specifically with people who don't feel like they have enough time for themselves, mm-hmm. they're constantly stretching themselves too thin. Like they're saying yes to every party. Yes to every family. Yes. commitment. yes to every single obligation at work and outside of work and then they're like I'm so busy I can't think about myself and I'm like well like your plans are optional a lot of your plans are probably like you don't have children you know like like right right right. defined by this stuff and I feel like I feel like hopefully throughout the course of this recording we can encourage Mm -hmm. some of those people who think I'm so busy all the time or I don't have time to think about myself like now is the time because we've never had more time, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's kind of the blessing of this time is like, you get this kind of, it seems infinite, but like this infinite time where you only kind of have to worry about yourself. I mean, granted people that have kids um, and things like that, that's a different story. But I mean, people who are our age, um, you really only have to worry about yourself at this point and just make sure that you're happy and, um, you know, the current state of everything isn't really getting you down or depressing you because, I mean, I'm sure that a ton of people um, this time is is so depressing for them. And I can definitely relate. I mean, there's sometimes when I'll wake up and I'll just be like, again, like it's such a dark cloud. Um, mm-hmm. which I hate because that, that was not me, um, a few months ago. I know. Yeah. Like you I just uprooted your life. life. Yeah. Yeah. You uprooted yeah. your whole life and moved to California, you know, yeah. and you right. want to be able to experience that. So it's like, I feel like it's natural to feel like, ugh, you know, absolutely. And I think you bring up a good point too, is that I think when you do feel those feelings of like depression and anxiety, especially during this time. I think you have to remind yourself that that's okay and kind of just like sit with that for a minute and feel that um, and then move on. You know, I think, um, I think we don't allow ourselves to feel like sad or, you know, it's wrong to feel sad or it's wrong to be depressed. Like we shouldn't feel like this. And I think that's totally normal. That's just a part of being human. And um yeah, just allow yourself to to sit with that and and feel it and kind of, you know, if you really want to go and like analyze why you're feeling like that or what you could do to make yourself feel better, um, you know, definitely do that too. Yeah. I don't know your thoughts on that. Yeah, I th- I think like that that <clears throat> there's like there's multiple versions of like self-care, you know, and during mm-hmm. a time like sure. this, like self-care can be used as a distraction from what's happening around you or you Mm -hmm. can institute self-care to be like a processing mechanism like you said like feel those feelings that you're truly feeling like like I think in my everyday self-care routine not every day but in my Mm -hmm. in my self-care routine 
I think it's often a way to distract from some of the stress in my life. Yeah. It's not, I don't use it as a way to process and think more deeply and think more fully. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, I know th- throughout the episode, we're going to talk about our own individual self-care routines, which is like really yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm like excited to see, I, cause I don't know what yours is. I'm like, I, I, I hope it's different than mine or else we'll have nothing to talk about. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I think that like, people can use self-care for so many different reasons, especially now, you know, like if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you can't process what's going on, if you feel like you're in that dark cloud, like Mm -hmm. take some time, step aside and just think about how you're truly feeling and let those like dark feelings sit in because then you'll be able to work through them. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I I think you have to, yeah, just accept how you're feeling and accept that it's not wrong. And you're in good company and you're not the only one feeling like this. And I feel like um, in those times, definitely knowing that that you're not alone, I think kind of gives you a sense of, um, you know, comfort for sure. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, well, I'm super excited to have you. I'm super excited to jump into Thank this topic. Thank you. Yes. Um, I feel like that was a really good kickoff. Um, yes. But some of the things I know we're going we're gonna to talk about today, um, you know, our own individual self-care routines. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to talk about different affordable things for self-care. Yeah, of course. Um, and then just sort of like the long future of isolation we probably have ahead of us. So um, right. stick around, stay tuned, um, and we'll be right back. everyone welcome back uh we're here with kaylee a brand new guest on the podcast talking about self-care um so right now we're going to jump into our own self-care routines um sort of what we do why we do them and why they work for us um and maybe even talk about like things we could do to switch it up because i don't really talk about my routine with other people so i'm excited to to um to be on be on jack i'm, I'm excited to, to share my <laughs> routine with you and yes. and and get you know feedback from you so uh all right kaylee's gonna go first um and i know you grouped it into some categories you were saying so take it away yeah so i was thinking this morning um and last night when paul you know approached me with this idea i was like okay well i feel like there's many facets of self-care um and for me i kind of broke them down into you know, like tangible things like exercise and diet and then mental health. Um, and then just finding like balance, which I actually want to talk about with you separately, maybe, um, maybe we'll leave that for the end. But, um, so as far as exercise, um, when I was in college, I would say, junior year to senior year that's when I really started taking exercise seriously because I feel like freshman year sophomore year that was just not on my radar um not not even on the table yeah (laughs) no no and I feel like people when they see me I always get that joke like you're so skinny what do you need exercise for and I'm like yeah but I mean (laughs) you can be skinny but 
it doesn't mean that yeah right it doesn't mean that you're necessarily healthy I mean yeah I I was you know from the time I was little I've just always been petite I'm five two um I'm little that's never going to change but you know I still need to exercise just for I think my you know internal health like making sure you know I have a healthy heart and you know healthy lungs and things like that and making sure everything's operating in my body consistently. Um, so when I was in college, I worked out with my best friend, um, I want to say like five times a week. And we did. (laughs) Yeah, she uh, shout out to Rebecca Kwasney, um, if she's listening to this, which I hope she does. (laughs) Because I'm love some issues if she doesn't. We'll send it to her. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Where is she located? Located? Because I can track where people are listening. She's in New York. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yes, if you see, yes, so, so look at the New York uh, little <laughs> hub and see if you're listening. Um, but yeah, I feel like it was great because we pushed each other like every day after. Um, so she was in, I was in co op at the time and she was at work. I um, know, sorry, she was in class. So I was in work co op, she was in class. And it was just kind of expected. Like every day at four o'clock, we would go to the gym at Drexel and we would do, um, you know, like strength training. And then I think every Tuesday and Thursday, we would go to the pool, which she was a swimmer. I was not. Yeah. So I, it was a struggle for me at first, but um, I loved it. Like I got really into it. Um, I don't do, you know, swimming as much now, but um you know, I, I kind of replaced that with, um, hot Pilates, which is like, so an LA thing. And <laughs> I'm going to like shoot myself in the mouth for saying that. I don't know anything about what those words mean. <laughs> I've seen was, Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't even, I think I joined like a class pass or something. Yeah. And, um, so I live in Santa Monica and the town over from me, Brentwood, they have a hot Pilates studio there that came like highly recommended and I was like okay I'll just try it you know see if I like it um and I loved it I loved the way that it made me feel and I kind of just um you know I feel like when I left that class I was just like all sweaty and I felt like I sweat all these toxins and um you know the instructors are always saying how Pilates is great for like lengthening your muscles and making you Mm -hmm. more um what's it called just like your posture is better. And so I loved that. Um, coming to LA, that was, that was really awesome. Um, and then I'll just do kind of like strength training, but using your own body weight, especially now since gyms are closed, um, (laughs) you know, you kind of have to, you know, be creative and find different ways to, to do exercise. Um, so I've been, yeah, so exercise definitely changed for me. It's still something that I I really love doing. I love the way I feel after it. I feel like, you know, it's true what they say. You get this, like, shot of endorphins, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's then... That's, like, my, mine's orange theory. Like, that's my my yes. drug, my exercise drug of choice. Yeah, like, I've heard so it, many good things about orange theory. Oh, it's just, like, it's intense. It's, it's fast, you know. Like, I love that you're sort of catching your breath the whole time. Um, yeah. But you walk out of there feeling like, I just fucking accomplished something. And like, and looking that's at amazing. my watch 
afterwards yeah. it's like 900 calories like it's oh my gosh I'm, I'm very out of shape that's a lot. <laughs> no that's a lot of calories that's amazing yeah, like, yeah. yeah it, i feel it, like when you walk out of there you're probably so proud and you're like yeah yeah i kind of like don't want to shower i'm like i'm like go me yeah. like i earned this stick, you know because <laughs> i'm usually so like i don't always shower every morning like i'm kind of like right. a, a, a hygiene or a hygienic person is that the right word i don't know i care about hygiene Hyg- like, so hygienic I, is it, a word yes <laughs> yeah, okay. um, but i i i definitely think exercise like it just <clears throat> mental health wise endorphin health wise mm-hmm. like that feeling of accomplishment so huge and like cannot be understated especially now like orange theory is doing like free workouts now like they're they're digital that's amazing wow and like they're fucking hard you know like it it doesn't feel like you're in the room but it's it's an option and so many fitness places are doing that right now because they still want to make sure that everyone can get access to the stuff because they know that people need it like you're saying you know i think that's so great a required part of your routine, you know? Yeah, I think that's awesome. You know, and I think for me, as far as like self-care, I think exercise is definitely, if not the top, like second thing where um, it's just essential in my life. And I think even being in LA, you just have so much access to like hiking trails and Mm -hmm. all of these different things where I feel like you don't really have an excuse to not exercise. And people, you know, I feel like take their physical and mental health so seriously out here that you're kind of just influenced by that. And you're like, okay, well, no one out here is a couch potato. So if I don't go out, I just feel really lazy, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's definitely, so you're talking about orange theory, but so what else do you do? as far as exercise or is that like your your main go-to that's that's it you know as as someone who's who's newer to exercise like I was a a swimmer in high school like that's how long ago I didn't know that yeah and I I fucking loved it it's funny that that's what you mentioned and I'm sure other people who are listening who are swimmers can totally relate to that feeling of yeah yeah. When you dive into the water, you're surrounded by water and like you can't really like breathe but you can't hear anything around you right right that that is it's it's exercise but it's also like isolation from yes. stress I, I don't know I feel insulated by the water when uh-huh. I'm swimming and like yeah. that feeling of swimming is like something that I miss constantly but I just like uh-huh. have not pulled the trigger on joining a gym with a pool and Orange Theory is my my you know balance yeah. now. you know I didn't want to go like full balls to the wall like zero to a hundred but like uh-huh. I like so I took sort of my time there um but like once this is all over, like I I feel like I'm ready to jump back into a pool because that feeling is just like so it's tiring as hell, you know. Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> I and you're probably a better swimmer than I'll ever be. Like I just, I mean, props to people that like swam in high school and college and stuff because that is an intense, just like full body workout <laughs> that I. Yeah. It's just I have a lot of respect for those people. So Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, but that, yeah. those are like those are my exercise, you know, like in terms of self-care, I would say. Like that's really all I can think about doing or am doing. But yeah, you yeah. you also said that nutrition was another one for you. Yes. So, I think <laughs> 
I feel like we had this conversation and we might not, I don't know if this is me like imagining this, but I think when I first considered, so for all of you that don't know, I am, I have a plant-based diet. Um, most of the time, I would say it's about 90%. Mm-hmm. I cheat with dessert just because like, oh. I like dessert. I'm not a monster. <laughs> I like to eat like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't just chew lettuce all the time. So yeah, that's that's my thing. I love dessert no matter what. I'm not giving that mm-hmm. up. Apologies to whoever's <laughs> offended by that. Um yeah. but I think Everybody when, gets it, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think when I first started dating Jack, um is when I was kind of like flirting with the idea of the plant based diet. Mm-hmm. And I think he was talking to you about something like that you always thought that I had a good diet and I didn't. Oh, yeah. Do you no, that? totally <laughs> happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I always I had this like, image. I, did not. <laughs> I always had this image that you had like yeah. an amazing diet. And I don't know. Maybe no. it's like, it could be your skin, honestly. Like, it was like, like you fucking glow but I'm like I just like oh. assume that you have like, an amazing diet and like no, and so, I did I, not and I remember being like oh well, like she's super healthy right and Jack was like uh no she eats like garbage fries <laughs> <laughs> but it's true because I feel like everyone should know like I did not I was not born perfect out of the womb like <laughs> you know like yeah. a cabbage yeah. patch doll like glowing and <laughs> yeah. you know um cheeks, yeah. I ate like like I feel like my meals sometimes were like buffalo tenders with fries and that would like be a meal and thinking back on that now I'm like that oh that like skeeves me out that I that I ate like that and uh, and honestly like no shade to people that are meat eaters so I just want to like preface it with that like I I don't look down on anybody that is a meat eater or eats dairy or anything like that, but that's just like choice for you. Yeah. Right. And I would never judge anyone else's choices, but that just, I got to a point where that didn't work for me anymore because I would just get like stomach cramps and I would get bloated and I would just not feel right. So um, I think like summer 2015 is when I started um, going like full, plant-based and it was like cold turkey like I remember coming home one day from work and I threw out everything in my fridge that was unhealthy which was probably like 99.9 percent everything in there and um yeah I just went to Whole Foods and I bought plant-based stuff and the rest is history and that was like five years ago so crazy yeah it was really crazy yeah. Um, was it just because you like recognized that the way that your body felt like it felt mm-hmm. better with food like that? So you felt like you were being like kinder to yourself or was it like, yeah. what, what, what were the drivers, I guess, is, is more of my question. Yeah. So I think the driver, I feel like I get this question so much. Like when people find out that I'm vegetarian, it's like somewhat, it's like, like oh me telling God. somebody. <laughs> they no, assume honestly. you're on Capitol Hill, like burning like right. a, a, a carcass like, or something. <laughs> Yeah, they assume I like work for PETA and throw red paint at people who have fur, which is like not the case at all. That's not not what I do. Although it would be very iconic if you did that. I I would appreciate it. So iconic. So I wish I could, but no, oh my God, could you imagine? 
Um, but yeah, I get that question so much. And I feel like for me, it was kind of just like, I hate the cliche of like, listen to your body, but it's so true because I started listening to my body and I was like, I don't feel well when I consume a meal. I just didn't feel like I was supposed to, like, I felt really full when I would have like red meat and not full, but like that kind of like heavy like, feeling. Yeah. You've yeah. like expanded. <laughs> like Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then um, when I would have dairy, I would feel bloated. I would feel mm-hmm. like gassy because that's what, you know, dairy does to me and I'm sure it does it to some other people and people who are especially like lactose intolerant and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, you know, it's just, I think I... I had enough and I was like, I don't think this is how I'm supposed to feel after I eat food. I feel like I'm supposed to feel good. Yeah. Um, and it yeah. was definitely a struggle at first because I feel like food is such a social thing. Um, you know, when you go out with your friends and you're eating like wings at a bar, like I couldn't do that anymore. And I felt mm-hmm. this weird... Um, you know, state of mind where I felt like I was like left out. I didn't feel right. Normal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I got past that. I think pretty quickly. Um, yeah, because I just started noticing changes like within my body, like my skin. I didn't have bad skin or anything like that, but um, my skin like cleared up where I didn't have you know like um, those jawline kind of you know blemishes oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that most girls uh, get sometimes. And then, yeah, just kind of feeling not that, like, extreme fullness anymore. And then I felt like my skin changed where it was, like, it was glowing and dewier and my skin was softer. And I was like, I like this. I feel really good and energized. And, yeah, so I, I, I stuck with that. And um, then one day Jack came home and he was like, I think I want to be vegetarian. And I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. And that was like never something I forced on him. Like when we started dating, he was eating meat. <laughs> I didn't yeah. care. You know, like that like did not matter. Burgers and me. cheesecakes and wings and chicken. I know. Uh, yeah. That's like the Philly diet that he was on. Like, yeah. <laughs> totally is. Like yeah. Delisandro's and Pat's and Gino's. And it's just like, yeah. oh, yeah. 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 But yeah. That's I mean, cool. that was awesome when he got on board because I felt like I had like a partner to enjoy all of this stuff with um but yeah like I said I never forced him into it uh I was accepting you know because I love him and if he's not harming me and you know like whatever decisions he has about his own diet and his lifestyle uh I fully support but yeah I mean it's that's something that's really important to me is is definitely a plant-based diet um I think it's funny, like just that that experience of like your skin being different, you feeling different, mm-hmm. like your digestive system probably feeling different. Because like, as yeah. you know, most people know this, but as someone with IBS, like it, it is, yeah. it's like any little food on any given day can just absolutely wreck my plans. Oh, and like, I'm sure. I'm sure. I've now gotten to the point where I'm almost just used to it. It's like, oh yeah, I go to the bathroom nine times a day. You know, like wow. yesterday, yeah, it's like ridiculous. It's like when I wake up, then before I shower, then after I shower, then I get to work. 
and it's like I'm just expelling everything that I ate the day before oh and my like gosh. and it's not healthy like but it yeah it's I notice it what what I've done in my own mind is look at like here are the things that make it worse you know sure like sure. I'm tr- actively trying to cut out IPAs milkshake IPAs like anything wow. that's super hoppy or sour just like wrecks my body so like but if oh I have gosh. a stout you know like I have, yeah. a, I, have a, I have a stout it's like thicker it's fuller it's like coffee-ish you know it's like a different type of roast so like I feel like my body's a little bit more used to that I don't feel so awful like the next day yeah. you know whether it's an alcohol yeah. or what like whatever it is like I I've not I've not like ever really tried but I notice a a definite reaction when I eat things that are plant-based you know um Mm -hmm. versus things that are not and it totally like I've never done it long enough to like notice anything in my skin or my my weight or anything but it looks like it it, it, like like my body my digestive system feels so much better when I do that and like Mm -hmm. if I were to do a week of that type of self-care I I think I would never go back you know I'm just like like, (laughs) sort of used to you know I'm like yeah well yeah I can't use toilet paper anymore. I can only use baby wipes, you know, like it's awful for the Aww. environment, you know, which is yeah. like, like, and I, I mean, I guess like toilet paper is not great for the environment either, but like, but like what if it's going down the toilet, even if they're flushable or like not, it's not good for like, you know, the environment around us. And as someone who's environmentally conscious and actively donates to like pro environment, charities you know and right and you work for a nonprofit, yeah Yeah, like i like i (laughs) care about the world around me yet like because of my dietary choices i don't really care that much you know and i think Mm -hmm. that's like an interesting lens to look at self-care with with like both exercise and diet and how it can can change what are what are your your other things on your list um so mental health mental health huge thing which I feel like um what I love now is that you know and like even in this podcast which I love about your podcast is that I feel like you're continuously like taking away that stigma of that like it's okay to say that we have anxiety it's okay to say that we have depression um it's completely normal and I think more people deal with those things than we understand or know um and I think there are people who are still kind of you know scared to say like I yeah I have anxiety I have depression um and I feel like for me you know it's something that I've struggled with uh for I think when I started college it kind of like reared its ugly head yeah Yeah, so I don't know if I even told you this but um no no that's a long time yeah yeah so I've been on a medication for anxiety um since I was I guess 19 or 20 yeah um and it's really helped um so I just come from a family where anxiety is prevalent and I feel Mm -hmm. like uh so my sister has it my mom and dad both have it I feel like just by the grace of like the gene pool, I was bound to get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I take that stuff really seriously. Um, and I think I have to remember sometimes that, you know, I need like alone time to recharge, um, which like for me includes like reading a book or something. 
um, or just kind of, you know, being by myself and, and watching a show or something that I enjoy because, uh, especially with my career and, and traveling so much, I just feel like when I, so when I first started that job back mm-hmm. in the end of 2015, my anxiety was like through the roof um, to the point where I would go to hotels when I was traveling and like, I could not sleep. Um, yeah, my skin was breaking out. My skin was horrible because I was just so stressed. Um, I would not be able to sleep the night before because I was so nervous about like presenting to people, um, just because I was 25 at the time. And I just felt like I was so inexperienced and new to everything. And I felt like people were like judging me, you know, you know how anxiety goes. It it gives you like all these ideas that aren't true and yeah and then you just think about them all the time um your armpits are soaked in sweat (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and you're just like it's all you could think about and you're not you know you can't focus on your job sometimes um so yeah I mean I'm glad that you're you know talking about this in your podcast because I feel like I don't think a lot of people know that about me um and you know, I'm definitely not scared to share it. I think it's so important. I mean, especially in today's age, I feel like I think our society has actually created like more of an anxious society because we always have to be doing something or traveling somewhere, Um, especially on social media. Like, you know, if you're not traveling to, I don't know, like Bali, everyone's in Bali. Right. If yeah. you're not traveling to Bali, if you're not going to like the elephant sanctuaries in Thailand, you're <laughs> yeah. not doing anything. <laughs> it's so true. I know exactly what people are Everyone goes about. there. Say their names. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's, I just feel like it's creating this anxious society where you always feel like you have to be on the go and I think you have to sit with yourself sometimes and be like it's okay if I'm just by myself and I'm recharging because I don't always need to be on the go and honestly being on the go all the time I feel like makes me more anxious so it's kind of like a catch-22 you know what I mean yeah yeah I I totally agree with that I I think that social media has forced us into this like cannibalistic comparative Mm -hmm. view of life, you know, like, because even if you're a person on social media who is like that person's post doesn't affect me, that's just them living their life. But I mean, if you can do that, congratulations, you are mentally strong. I can't like, I, like, I I I was going to make a general (laughs) statement and say, like, if you don't feel that way, you're fucking lying. But maybe some people are a lot more mentally strong. Like I, I think it is so deep now rooted in my subconscious that I should be traveling. I should look like these people with a shirt off. Like I Mm -hmm. should, you know, have this like fucking uh, perfect marriage and perfect relationship where they're in every single picture I post and we're clearly opening presents together in our matching pajamas. And like, I, uh, I, yep. I it, it's so prevalent <laughs> in the queer community, you know, and I know it's, it's prevalent in, in the straight female community. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's like everybody for, for 
for how good it is and how much it's connected us and how much it's shared about the world, I can't help but think that like social media has absolutely contributed. I'm sure there's fucking studies on it that we could easily Google, but oh, I, I think like, like, yeah. just a, a feeling, you know, that yeah. you and I have yeah. is that it, it creates a spiral of, of negative side effects of your mental health because so you're dark. seeing a blip of someone's life and thinking that's what my life should be, you know, or why right. isn't my life like that? And how like not appreciative does that make you of your own life and the amazing things you are creating and doing and stuff. Like I, 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 and I, I am a, I'm obviously a person who, who I have a fucking podcast, but like, of course I like yeah. to do things for attention. I like to do things to make people laugh. I like I like human to, nature like, though. I, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, like, you, you don't like attention or you don't like, you know, praise for things you're doing. That's, that's just being human. Right. Um, yeah. I think we can all kind of agree with you on that. Like mm-hmm. we want some kind of, you know, external validation sometimes. Um, but I think honestly getting older, I've kind of tried to get away from that like external validation from people. And I've tried to be like, okay, the only person that needs to validate you is yourself. Um mm-hmm you know, you have to be happy with yourself. You have to say like, I am enough. Um, I don't need to look like these girls or for you, these guys on social media who have perfect bodies and, And, you know, uh, like like insane wallets, you know, like, right. (laughs) Yes. And, and they get that social media influencer money, which I don't even know how much they get, but it's just, Mm. you know, astronomical. Um, for what people get paid for those like hair gummy posts, which I don't, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I totally agree. It's, you know, I mean, it's as much as I'm trying to get away from that. I mean, yeah, I'll scroll through sometimes and I'll be like, oh, this person's here and I've always wanted to go here. And now I feel like crap for, why can't I? I know. An hour. I do yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I feel like I, I do that all the time. I feel like I'm I'm constantly comparing myself. And I feel like I was at a place like a few years ago where I wasn't doing that. You know, really? I, really? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I've gotten worse with age, but like I, wow. I don't but I, I also go back and forth, you know, because mm-hmm. like there mm-hmm. are things in my self-care routine that I'm like, uh, fuck you, fuck other people. Like I yeah. am going to be alone, stay alone, and, and yeah. I'm comfortable. I am comfortable saying no to plans. I'm comfortable mm-hmm. choosing to stay in on a Friday when there's something large going on. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a person who very much like thrives, I think, in isolation. Not this type of isolation. No, but... this is a little extreme. <laughs> <laughs> a little extreme. But um, you know, I'm I am I'm comfortable living that type of life. But I I spend a lot of time on social media and I I notice that when I don't follow my self-care routine like I I am 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 more prone to judging you know uh myself and being cruel to myself or other people but mainly to myself you know like wow and I don't I don't know why like I don't know why I feel like it's gotten worse Maybe and it just feels worse because like I don't know. Today was a little bit of a tough day at work. Maybe today I'm feeling a little bit lower, but like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think it, it comes in waves. But there's there is totally a connection, like mental health wise, like to your self care routine. Like it is, it's 
almost mandatory, like for me that I put my phones away or if I'm holding it because I'm watching a TV show or something, it's on silent, you know, it's on do not disturb or airplane mode. So I can just like tell the world around me to fuck off, you know, like that. Yes. No, honestly, that's all you need to do is just, just tune out for a bit. I mean, it feels so good just to like, especially when I was on, I feel like I was so tuned out when I was in Italy um, last summer where, you know, you walk around and you don't have data. Um, Mm -hmm. I just felt like it was so nice to just be like me and my husband in Italy and so present. We're just focused on each other and focused on this like gorgeous country and not worrying about what else is going on. And it was just really like cathartic in a way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I totally felt that way. Like, uh, you know, cause I think part of both of our self-care routines is traveling, you know, yeah. like I think it, so it totally is. Um, <laughs> and I, I think most people know that if they know either of us know that, that that's right. part of our day. Like I, I feel that connection felt that connection so much in Iceland. Um, and you know, I was still looking for pics, you know, like I was still <laughs> looking at what were the most impactful pictures, which ones were going to get generate the most likes, what right. the good hashtag Yeah. I couldn't wait to brag to everyone that I saw the Northern Lights and I fucking didn't, you know, like, oh, I, like no. I saw them on the plane, but you know, like, but you know, I, um, it, it's so funny. Like I, as, as separated from my, or as much as I still cared about that stuff, I was still so separated, uh, from the rest of the world. Cause I didn't have data. Um, or <clears throat> I did, but I didn't care, you know, I was using the GPS right, so we could right, go places right. like every which way. And like, I was just connected with Jack, who was there with me, and mm-hmm. the other six of our friends who were there with us, which was like, That's just amazing. so cool to look around, experience yeah. nature, experience the world. And I, my mental health was like fucked after I got home from that. I felt like I was really? missing a, yeah, yeah. I haven't shared that because I, we have not done the Unpacking Iceland episode yet, but I'll, okay. I'll tease it a little, um, just that I came home and I felt incredibly depressed. Like I wow. felt- like I had left some happiness there. Like, I don't know. That was, whoa, that was kind of dark. But like, like I, left, <laughs> I, left, I left some like, some some part of my, my experience there of like, I felt I had unfinished business that there was still so much I wanted to see. I didn't mm. want the people that we were with to leave and they left before Aww. us. And every day it was like ripping off a bandaid when they would leave one by one. Like, um, and I, yeah. I just felt, yeah, like it was just such a unique experience. And, and I feel I've sort of been on a weird roller coaster since coming back from there. Um, you know, I'm so grateful and I'm, I feel so happy and so lucky mm-hmm. that I have that, that mm-hmm. time. Uh, had that time but like I um I've I've just noticed that um my myself the the high of self-care and and mental health that I got while I was there has Mm. not really been matched yet since I've been home and it's not that I've not had a bad time since I've been home like like, that was really cool you know like it was just really yeah yeah, I was gonna so say I, it was probably just like a life changing experience. You probably just really connected with the country and the nature yeah. and everything. So I feel like no, it kind of does make sense that when you left, you were probably kind of a little depressed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was the first work trip I've been on in probably four years where I didn't check my phone the whole time I was there. Wow. And I was with people from work, but wow. like I, yeah, which is funny. Like, yeah. but you know, we. We talked about work a little bit, which is natural when you're with people for so long. Of course, but like, yeah. I didn't, 
you know, I didn't check in. I didn't worry about it. I didn't really text anybody from work. I didn't get a text, you know, trying to answer a question. And that was huge. I think I'd felt totally disconnected and more than I have in a, in a long time. And I think that, that traveling is just a a mandatory part for me of my self-care routine. Oh, for sure. It's a mental health thing. It's also, I exercise so much more when I'm, you know, traveling, like, like, just walking around and seeing, experiencing right, things, right. and you're so full from trying new foods. Like, like a good full, like a your heart's full. Yeah, like all the different foods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> and you it's, also it's did feel fat, but <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, full is in yeah. fat, and full is in like, like yeah, cool. it's just, everything is so new. Yeah, and I, yeah. I feel like it just gives me such joy. I feel lighter after just having that little reflection. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. That's what this is here for. Yeah. Um, so another thing on my, the one thing I kind of wanted to like circle back to was the idea of balance, because I feel like, um, something that is talked about a lot is like how to find balance in your life and balancing this and balancing work and, you know, et cetera. Um, and I was thinking a lot about this before this episode and, I think for me, I don't think there is truly like ever going to be a perfect balance, you know, in your life in Mm -hmm. a day. Um, You're never going to have a perfect day where nothing, you know, there's no little blips um, or anything that nothing goes wrong. But I think you have to kind of be okay when things kind of like go off kilter and you know just kind of accept that that yeah I mean you can try to find a balance and you know balancing social life with you know for us for our marriages um, as well as our careers but I don't think we would ever get to a point where everything is perfectly balanced Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, what's you do your opinion on that? Yeah. Huh? I was, I was just gonna say when you when you do get that, it lasts like a minute. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of wanted to get your take on like, how do you feel about? Well, how do you balance? And do you think there's ever kind of like a true balance? Yeah. I damn. I strive for that balance every day, even yes. though I totally yes. agree that it's unattainable. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I have to get my life in order. You know, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. I, like every day you can't be worried about getting your life in order. Like that's right, just no. not, it's, like, it's not possible, you know? No, um, no. And, and I've started going to therapy for the first time. Um, I, I, oh, I shared wow. that last episode, but I haven't really shared that but publicly yet. Um, not yeah. for any embarrassment, just like, I don't know. I haven't really shared it, but sure, sure. Uh, I, I started going and, and, and she's a, she's a behavioral therapist. Um, Anne, her name is, um, and, uh, <laughs> Hi, Anne. Anne, yeah, I know. <laughs> Hi, Anne, if you're listening, uh, Anne, I you. skipped your appointment today for this. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to prepare for the podcast. Well, I was so. like, this is kind of a type of therapy. So it maybe is, she yeah. won't be as upset or, you know. But it is. And you know what? I don't connect with her. I don't connect with her as genuinely as I do with you. You know, it's, it's different. Of course. Like, yeah. I feel when I'm in therapy that like, I, I'm the shit because she like tells me I'm the shit you know like like, it's like she's, she's like what are, why are you worried about this like why are you stressed about that like why do you care because it's all about behavior and and changing 
the way that you respond to things and balance mm-hmm. for me is mm-hmm. huge I, I i say it to to jack a lot more than i think i would ever say it to to a friend but i think yeah. i always feel a, 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 a like i'm on a, a seesaw of yes. balance yes. you know of yes. how can i be the perfect husband the perfect friend the perfect um <clears throat> uh, the perfect sibling, the perfect son, the perfect coworker, the perfect manager, you know, the perfect like person in the street who says hello to you. Like, like, I know, like the right. perfect, the perfect yeah. guest at a restaurant, like the, the nicest person at the easy pass toll. Like I, I guess <laughs> like, it's like, it's like every, every single day I feel that pressure to be perfect. And I think there is, there is a direct correlation between searching for balance and people who struggle with perfectionism and I yes. know that I struggle with being a perfectionist um and it's funny because like, I'm uh, not a, I'm not a details person really like I, I like yeah. I, I pay attention to details but I often you know like like can look strategically at things and like move things around at work and and you know like when I'm when I'm in therapy like Anne's like well that's just your perfectionism in action and I'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah you're right <laughs> like I'll, yeah. I'll be like I, I feel I'm like oh my god I'm just feeling like this like the virus is like an outbreak and like I don't really want to go anywhere and I'm like what am I going to do and it's just like there's just like so much going on right now and like how can I make sure that I'm like you know teaching everyone and telling people like what they should be doing like like you know like helping educate people like to like how can I do my part so so I don't look back you know and and regret what I didn't do during this time um and and she's like but do you think you can control people? I'm like, uh, I try. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I know I can't, Anne, mm-hmm. but I try. Uh, and <laughs> it's Anne. Like, yeah. So I, I totally agree with what you're saying around, around balance. Like I, yeah. I, I think that that balance is related to that pressure. And like so mm-hmm. many people feel that, that pressure constantly. And I think it's because at some point, in our lives, in our childhood, we were told to be perfect. And we were told that oh, you have to have it all. Absolutely. Even though the things that we're seeing on TV are always families in total disarray. Like, right, you know, like that's, right. that's trauma, yeah. right? Like, and, yeah. like, but like, we're somehow all consciously trying to work towards something that doesn't exist. Exactly. <laughs> like, Which, that, when you think about it, that's so, I don't even know the word. It's just, it's non-reachable. You're never going to... Yeah get to it but then like you said like people like me and you try to still be perfect but it's like why 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 Why? I don't know why (laughs) yeah I know I I really wonder you know and I even it's funny I sent you this this picture before we jumped on my favorite candle that I have is lit right now next to me and I spent way too much money on it it was like at a lovely boutique in San Diego where I got like a $70 baby outfit Um, but the, the the candle says perfectly imperfect and I love that to me, that is what I am, you know, like, like, I I am perfectly imperfect in everyday striving to, to be perfect, but I will Mm -hmm. never be. And like, so like, just look at that and like, have that as a reminder, like, you are, you are perfectly imperfect, because you're trying to be perfect. You're, you're, you're trying to be enough for everybody. And then you're forgetting about yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I feel that, that, my self-care routine is just so tied to like me like okay mm, I'm gonna pencil in time for myself today you yeah. know like time. Yeah. and that's like I mean that works for me you know mm-hmm. like I, I I 
structure my time, whether it's Netflix, whether it's, you know, a, a long bath, like whether it's, yeah. you know, no, like honestly. different products yeah. that I buy. Um, yeah. Cause because that's, that's the moment I take to myself. And that's the moment that I say, I'm going to be selfish right now. And I'm going to care about only me right now. And everyone yeah. else can just take off. Like, and, and so I wish I could bring that self-care attitude more into every decision I make and every thought process I have, but I think I'm working on it because we're, yeah. we're we are, yeah. we all, yeah. And that's such a great point is I feel like we all are a work in progress. And I feel like we're always going to be like, even into our fifties and sixties, like mm -hmm. I don't think people ever stop growing and trying to better themselves. So yeah, yeah I think we just have to figure out kind of like healthy ways to do that. And to, like I said, make sure you're showing up for yourself and you know, if, and I think another thing is like not feeling guilty. Like when you want to pencil yeah. in time to go take a hot bath or, um, you know, be by yourself and, and watch Netflix. I don't think you, ha you should feel guilty about that because I mean, then that just kind of like defeats the purpose of what you're doing. If you're just yeah, thinking just about being guilty the yeah. entire time and you're not really enjoying what you're doing and letting yourself relax. So I think guilt is also a huge thing. Um, that kind of like makes self-care go off balance is when you're thinking of you're not being you know present like you're present you're there but your mind is elsewhere yeah yeah you you're know? not enjoying your care in that moment mm -hmm. you're not enjoying what you're doing for yourself right yeah. right and that's that's where I think being home right now, like what we said, we said, yes, <laughs> so our, our, our things are our, our things in our self care routine. Okay, exercise, tougher to do that now, you know, right, right, like diet, actually, a little bit easier to do that mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, get access to food and, and you're 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 hopefully not struggling or, or laid off or anything, right, um, right, and you know, like balance, pretty easy right now, you know, right, like, yes, have all this time to to sort of like hone our ability mm -hmm. to be more balanced, to eat better, and even to do some creative like exercises to to create something that we've never created before. Um and, and yeah. do things like like that are gonna take care of yourself because the world around us feels like it's fucking falling apart. And like I know. You yeah. now have the opportunity though, if you can get beyond that hurdle in your head to do right. something different. You know, to try something different. Um yeah. And like to pursue a passion or something to start. Something. Yeah, no, yeah. I think I now is the best time. I mean, as good a time as any to explore a new hobby or take up something, you know, even just to kill time, but then you might, you know, find out that, Oh, this is something I'm really passionate about. And, you know, that's a really great thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we jump into, you know, some of the things that we like to buy and indulge in for, yeah. uh, for self care, yeah. I, what you just said reminded me of, of something that I saw on Instagram earlier today. And okay. I just kind of want to read that because I feel like it, like the timing is, is very much. Uh, yeah, go for it. Um, and uh, so it was, it was shared by somebody I work with. Her name is, uh, her name is Jeanette. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just a, a quote from, it says unknown neighbor. So, you know, I don't know if somebody wrote this or, or somebody reflected on it, um, but right. she shared it on her story and it said, I love this and it brought me comfort. I hope it does for you too. Mm -hmm. Um, and it says, when you go out and see the empty streets, the empty stadiums, the empty train platforms, don't say to yourself, it looks like the end of the world. 
What you're seeing is love in action. What you're seeing in that negative space is how much we do care for each other, for our grandparents, for our immune compromised brothers and sisters, for people we will never even meet. People will lose jobs over this. Some will lose their businesses and some will lose their lives. All the more reason to take a moment when you're out on your walk or on your way to the store or just watching the news to look into that emptiness and marvel at all of that love. Let it fulfill you and sustain you. It isn't the end of the world. It is the most remarkable act of global solidarity we may ever witness. I love that. I love I, that. That's I just that's such that. a great perspective to and see that's another thing. It's like it's all about perspective and yeah. I know yeah. you can be optimistic all the time, but I feel like it's so great that whoever wrote that kind of found like a silver lining in all this and was like, you know, it's we really do care about each other and we really do care about each other's health or else we would be out there, you know, willy nilly doing whatever. But I think that's really great. That's yeah. Yeah. Like something to smile about, you know, I know it like totally warmed my heart, you know, like when I read it. Yeah. Yeah. No, mine too. It's, it's, it's like, you know, I think in this time when you, read things like that or you read about an act of kindness where you know someone's going out of their way to like donate money or donate um food or toilet paper or anything to somebody it just makes you feel like okay you know we are as divided as we have become in like the past few years I feel like we still have love for one another and that's that's really amazing that yeah. we really do care about each other that much. Like people we don't even know, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Yeah, I think it's cool. Um, it cool. All right. And when we're back, uh, we're going to talk about some things that we buy, some things that we splurge on uh, that you <laughs> can do to uh, increase your self-care, mindfulness, relaxation, whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be right back. Okay, everyone, and we are back um, unpacking self care with Kaylee. Um, and uh, I wanted to run uh, some people through my my routine, uh, my bath routine, which is I would say my most frequent indulgence in self care. Um, but I'm like a little bit of a freak about it. Like I don't know. Like I I am way too big for the bath, so I sit in there and my knees are out, my head's out, everything <laughs> everything is everything is out and exposed, and like it doesn't look cute. Um, oh, but it's so cute <laughs> for me it works um you know I I like to when I'm feeling myself getting stressed when I'm losing my sense of like me um or I I feel like I'm you know needing to do things differently I feel like I immediately know I need to like do a quick self-care bath like routine so I always start and I like start with the water really well well wait let me talk about this for me, okay, all right. <laughs> I, it's like so hard to describe. So, like, I I, I run feel, the water. Yeah, I run the water. I turn on the water. I undress. I get it. No, but so I always like to try and start like fifteen minutes before. So I'll like go into the bathroom. I like open up, like put my essential oil 
like diffuser on so I like put some water in it I like put some drops of like a lavender if I'm looking to relax or like um, a lemongrass if I want to feel like more like like citrusy like invigorated I don't know Mm -hmm. so I will like plug that in put that on and then either put on like some music that I like that I find really relaxing like uh, Lord Huron or Trevor Hall are two of like my favorites or just like I know Babe, yeah yes. or just yeah. um or just like brown noise even sometimes too because it just like distracts like from everything else it's like white noise but it's it's called brown noise it's a different frequency um and then you like put that on and it just sort of like tunes everything out um and then you get like a scent going so the whole like room smells and then I turn the heat up so it feels like a little warm in the bathroom incredible I'm not even gonna lie <laughs> Like, I kind of want to start doing this tonight. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, not, I'm I, not even kidding. <laughs> honestly, you should. So um, so then I, like, I turn the heat up a little bit so it's, like, warm in the bathroom. Um, and then I turn the water on. And I turn the water on, like, super hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while, like, there's, like, just, like, a little bit of water in, I put, like, a shit ton of Epsom salt in there because it's all, like, a muscle relaxer. Yes. Um, and it also actually, like, I found that, like, Epsom salt like relaxes my stomach as well. Um, so yes, it's actually yeah. great for your stomach. Yeah, people don't know that. People think it's it's like just for your muscles. I know, but it, it's good for your stomach. Yeah, yeah. Like like I didn't know that the first time I used it, and I was like, oh, yeah. I like had to use the bathroom like at it quickly. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of like a laxative too. So yeah, like, uh, yeah, be careful about yeah, that. Just be but, careful, but it yeah. it really does calm your stomach. Um, yes, yes. So then I like have all the epsom salt in there which i use like dr teals which you can get on amazon or in any store it's like 13 bucks Mm -hmm. if that um and it probably works for like four baths and i like have it sit in a little mason jar so it just it's not like a bag of epsom salt like those things are kind of like you know prettier yeah it looks prettier yeah um (laughs) and i think it is about the look um but so and then i like i'll light a candle and it's not like it doesn't have to be scented because like it's just more for Mm ambiance and i love taking a bath in the dark like I love Ooh. candlelit bath, you know, yeah, that's amazing. Um, just because I think when you like drown out your senses, like you can hear less, you can smell yes. more, you can see yes. less, you can feel more. Um, I don't know. That's like at least what I tell myself. Um, and then I will like get in the bath and I sort of like sit for a bit. Sometimes I'll watch TV, but then I like will do a face scrub while I'm sitting there because I feel like it's opened up my pores. So mm-hmm. I use it's called Majestic Pure Himalayan Sea Salt Scrub. $20 oh, on Amazon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's it ha- it's made with like um I think it's jojoba oil. So it's yeah. moisturizing even though it's like a scrub. Right, right. Um right. so then I like get all the dead skin off my face and then I actually put on like a mud mask, like a full it's called like the yeah. Dead Sea mud mask. It's yes. again it's like 15 bucks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it works so well. And I leave that on for probably like 20 minutes cuz it takes a little while to dry, especially if your mm-hmm. face is like moisturized. Um so then I, I do the mask and then I just like sit in the bath for a while, you know, um, yeah, and I just sort yeah. of like soak and I try to just listen to the music and I try to breathe. I find that when I'm like not doing that, um, I, I like if I'm wa- if I'm watching TV while I'm in there, I'm not relaxed. I'm not present, you know, right, right, like, right. but I think like it, I usually try to make it like 45 minutes if the water is still hot. And if not, I just like add more hot water, which again, not good for the environment, but is good for my mental health. <laughs> um, and I, I just feel like it is a routine that I've 
developed over time that has like really worked for me like I just like sort of know if I take these steps then I get out I sort of half dry myself off um and then I'll put coconut oil in my hair uh Mm -hmm. because my hair is a little dry but like if you put coconut oil you let it sit overnight you know like it moisturizes it and your hair feels totally different the next day you just have to wash it a few times to get it all out um yes and and then I'm sort of like I'm like warm and I'm in a robe and then I get under a weighted blanket and just sort of lay there for a bit and honestly that hour is or even more if it lasts longer like is just like so ultra relaxing I don't know that it's helping me process necessarily my feeling and emotions, but it's certainly relaxing me. And like we said at the beginning of the podcast, I use it, I use this as a, as a distraction rather than a a processing mechanism. Although sometimes I'm sure I process while I'm doing that, you know, I, yeah, yeah, like, um, and I, I just like highly, highly, highly recommend, you know, like it's, it's all like the little things, you know, like even bringing in, a little plant into like the yes. bathroom with you so when yes. you're like in the tub because then you sort of feel like it's a little rainforesty. like I don't know like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's that's like it's little things like that and little things like like steps you can take to like really just make a quick fix and all of that stuff is under like total under a hundred bucks and and yeah awesome. like some th- that might be a little tough for some people to afford right now if they're worried around saving or if they've lost mm-hmm. their job but if you can slowly build those things up over time you can sort of decide like yeah. uh, I'd rather have a mask and an essential oil or I'd rather have Epsom salt and a bubble bath they actually right, make right. now Ep- Epsom salt bubble bath mixture so you're getting a bubble bath and the oh, same right. oh, I didn't even know they did that Dr. Teal's Twelve dollars. Wow. They have like lemongrass and eucalyptus, I think, and then they have lavender, and both are phenomenal for different reasons. But okay, okay. I, I like got this stuff for free at work because I, I work with over the counter products, and and yeah, that yeah. is one of that. And so like I, right. um, it's just like become a legitimate like process for me, like a routine to sort of reset, you know. And then I find I'm tired because I was like sweating in the tub yes, you know so nice. and then just yeah. go the fuck to sleep like it yeah. is you just wake up the next day you feel a little heavy because you're probably dehydrated but like it's <laughs> it's such a good feeling like of, of so how relaxation. often do you um like during the week how often would you say that you do this like routine I feel like I've been doing it like once a week now since okay. January. Um, yeah. and I, I, I feel like it was because I, I got back from Iceland. <clears throat> the coronavirus had just like started like attacking China and we were in the airport reading this stuff in the news. And I'm like, can, okay. I, can I get the fuck out of here? You know, like, I was like <laughs> yeah, really. Um, and uh, so I went on Amazon and I was going to do like, a girls night with um, two of my friends, Lindsay and Sierra. And uh, so I bought this stuff for us to like use. Um, So they came over, we did it. And then I just kind of continued it. We obviously didn't like get a bath together, but if we had a hot tub, I totally would have done that. Uh, (laughs) um, But it was just like, we like, we drank wine like during it too, as we did this stuff. And like, we just felt so good the next day. Like we, it's not like we were like shit faced, you know, it was just like ultra relaxing, like that time to take care of your skin to like sweat out some of that shit you've been putting into your body, yeah. like as you're toxins. putting alcohol into it. But yeah, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. But, 
but like i don't know for some reason like when i do this i only drink white wine like i don't do red i drink white or rosé i feel like it's lighter okay. i don't like i don't know like that's i am not a wine expert so <laughs> yeah, i don't know <laughs> the wrong person to ask um but it it honestly works like and i think if you can take that time if you have a bath if you can afford some of those materials it's like really good even just turning up the heat and getting a hot bath like it's something it it just if you feel like you could be in a different place i don't know yeah 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 no i agree and i feel like even if you know you can't afford some other things i'm sure there's some like budget-friendly options Mm-hmm. that you could um kind of substitute but even yeah like you said even just taking a bath in general and lighting a candle I'm sure there's got to be like some you know effect to that like affecting your body and your mind and letting you just kind of like relax I think um, so even and yeah. doing that after exercise is like yes. another layer yes. of like Relaxing after a while your muscles oh salt. yeah it's, it's like, seriously uh, awesome yeah. Do you yeah. have any like processes like that that you do or that you and Jack do? Like, um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> my self care, I feel like is very independent. So there's this thing I do called a jazz shower. Um, <gasps> what? I'm already so excited. <laughs> I mean, it's it's literally like super simple. You just yeah. go in the shower and you play jazz music. Yes. But so, um, do you like dance? I, Is that weird? Do you dance? <laughs> I do not. No, I don't dance. But I feel like it's just that kind of, you know, like jazz music. Like it's super like sexy and like um, calming at the same time. But I yeah. feel like it's just you know that kind of music where it's like it makes you feel really good. Like you're doing something super luxurious, but you're just in the shower. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I oh my god, I love. That. Yeah, it's yeah. so stupid, and I think I told like one of my friends about this. I don't even think Jack knows I do. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like, who is playing the saxophone in the shower? <laughs> right? Like, what is this? Why is why is Yanni upstairs? Like, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I started doing it, I think when I first lived alone in my first apartment alone in Rittenhouse, it was just like something that like I could finally play music and like do things I couldn't do with roommates. So yeah, it's put on like some random jazz station and it kind of just like stuck. And then I told some of my friends at my first job after college, I was like, yeah, I do this thing where I take like a jazz shower and they're like, what the hell's a jazz shower? <laughs> And I was like, it's literally that where you get into your shower and you you play jazz and uh but it's so like relaxing and Yeah. I just feel like I get out and I feel like I don't know, like I'm you know, like sexy and Yeah. It's really weird. I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah, it makes me feel really good. Um that there's something about music you know like i yeah like that the right type of music like for you it's like lord huron which oh oh my god yes lord huron so good yes yeah yes um but no i i love i love that you know when you're like getting out of the shower and you're putting on like your skincare and just like something like you said it's a little things like just little things like that to help you relax and to help you 
get in this state of mind. And I mean, especially before bed, if you're like trying to get tired and relax your body, I think that's a great way to do that. Um, rather than, you know, like being on your phone and like watching Instagram stories, which I, I, I don't like being on my phone before bed. I try to not do that. Um, but another thing I do before bed is to kind of just like quiet my mind and make myself tired as I always read a book. Mm, um, mm-hmm. I'm a big reader, so I always have a book like by my nightstand and that's like the last thing I do. I feel like before I go to bed at night is I'll read, um, even if it's like a couple pages, right? Like, yeah. Even if it's like 10 pages. Cause I feel like, you know, by the time I'm in bed and it's 11 o'clock at night, um, I'm pretty tired by then. So yeah, I feel like just like reading and focusing on words just kind of makes you tired in general and then you kind of fall asleep so I feel like for people who have like trouble sleeping and relaxing at night that's kind of my biggest tip is um instead of being on your phone or there's like light in your face and you're getting like this big headache before bed I suggest just like reading a book like a book book not a (laughs) Not an article on yeah. your iPhone. Yes, yeah. Like a solid, like old school book. Because um, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I love, I feel like books for me um, just kind of center me and, you know, get me ready for bed. And I just like love the power of word in general. I feel like that's mm-hmm. gotten me through a lot of things in life. Um, and that's a whole nother, you know, tangent we can go on. but. Um, I definitely like doing that. And I feel like skincare is important Yeah, yeah. to me as well. That's kind of, I think, like my splurge item would yeah. be, you know, like skincares. Um, I love like really luxurious body lotions. Like Jo Malone makes great body lotions um, where they smell really good, but they, they're just so like creamy and luxurious and like buttery. Yeah. Um, it's like silk yeah yes exactly it's like butter on your body yeah Um, yeah and like a good face mask I love too whether it be like like a mud mask or like a hydrating mask and I feel like Mm -hmm. there's so many of those in um you know different different budgets you don't have to splurge on like I don't know like a Chanel face mask right you know you can get something at Sephora for like ten dollars just one of those um sheet masks and I feel like that's like you know kind of a good way to treat yourself to something that you normally wouldn't um you know on any other day so yeah that's kind of my routine I feel like my routine's so uh stock compared to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's like but mine is that's all I do you know like like it's yeah. like okay if I do yeah. that once a week I'm like I didn't give a fuck about my body, my diet, my exercise, you know, like, <laughs> like, but I'm like, oh, I took a nice bath, you know? <laughs> so, no, but that just sounds so luxurious when you think about it. And I feel like yeah. now I'm like, because so when we moved into this place, we have this huge bath in our oh. bath, in our, like our master bathroom. We've used it one time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like now you make me want to use it more because yeah it's just sitting there and I'm like it needs to be used that's what yes it's there for I know and it's like 
it's just a distraction. Like that same feeling of of like why I love swimming, like that isolation. Like yeah. water holds you in. You're like in a little container, you know. Yes, yeah. Like you sort of you have like buoyancy. You can sort of move around and up. Like if anyone has been <laughs> in my apartment, they've seen our bath. It's like a puddle, you know. <laughs> but like it's like I do what I can, you know, like in that moment. And and I do. I feel like to your point, like. Like there's so much you can do on a budget and there's so much you can do with like, like just little creativity. Like what you said, you just put on music from like, on like your phone, your Mm -hmm. like, uh, Amazon thing. I won't say it because it's sitting right there. I won't say her name. (laughs) She's sitting right there. But, um, it is like just an easy way, you know, for, for you to take care of yourself. And like, I, like I was, I took a bath the other day. I was there in there for like an hour and I kept like refilling with hot water, refilling with hot water. And then like afterwards I was like, I think I'm going to do a foot scrub. So I just like, (gasps) like grabbed, like I have this like, oh yeah, it's like a like foot polish and it has like just like little exfoliant beads. Um, And it's made with like natural essential oils. So it's like lavender. So it smells so good. Mm. Um, And I I just like scrubbed all the dead skin off. And now I'm like, I look at my feet. I'm like, oh, these don't look like, like 30 year old man feet you know? like they don't look like what they are like they, they look like uh you know like they've been taken care of like they haven't been sitting in yeah. shoes all day and I just right. like I think there's so many little things that people can do especially during this time because you have the time you know just to indulge you know like you said it's 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 creating like this false luxury but it is luxurious mm-hmm. you know like, it is even yeah. getting a robe like that is oversized, they're 30 bucks on Amazon. You can oh, cover yeah. yourself in a robe. Like, and it's just like another way to sort of insulate yourself. And like, you're caring about yourself and you're holding yourself, you're hugging yourself. And all. Right. And I love but, a good heated blanket like that. Oh, I'm, I was just thinking about that. I've never had one. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like it just, for me, it feels like I am on a beach, like in really hot sand. Oh. And it just feels so nice. Like it's, you know what I mean? When you're all warm and like cuddly and I just feel like whenever I have that on, I fall asleep like instantly. It's. Do you lay it over you or under you? Like put it, um, over, you put it over you? I usually put it under me because I feel like if I put it over me, I'll start to like you know, like, be like, <laughs> like, I can't breathe. Um, I'm like hyperventilating from like being too hot and then I'll start to sweat. So yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean, especially, you know, now because the weather's warmer and I'm in Southern California, but I feel like if I was in, you know, back in New Jersey, like back home where it's like 30 degrees outside, like for sure I would put that thing all around me. But, um, no, it, it's a great investment, and I feel like you can get those really cheap, too. Um, and the weighted blankets. I've never tried one personally, but I've heard they're incredible just, like, because you feel like some something's on you, and you're, you know, you're kind of getting that, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, that pressure, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's pressure. Yeah, yeah. it's pressure, yeah. and it feels good, and yeah. Well, you said you own one, right? Yes. Yeah. Mine's 20 pounds, which is like pretty heavy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's like, like the heaviest one is 25 pounds. And I think they do that for like safety. Yeah, I know. So it's, it's called my calm blanket is the brand. And I am literally obsessed with it. Um, Like I, I use it 
probably three or four times a week. I like to sort of lay in it. I don't necessarily like to sleep in it just because it's a little over. Yeah, I was going to say, would you sleep in it? But I guess not. Yeah, Yeah. I have. I have. But that's only when I'm like super anxious, you know, like when I really need the additional weight. To, To sort of wrap up the podcast, like I don't know, like we've talked about a lot today. Like we've talked about, you know, diet, exercise, you know, uh, nutrition, um, you know, different things that you could do, products you can buy, lots of things for different like self-care. So I don't know, like Kayla, if you have any like final wise words to help people get through, you know, the next uh, little bit, but I would love to hear them if you, if you have. Yeah. So I think, you know, something to remember is like self-care isn't one size fits all. And I feel like you know, just do what works for you and do what, you know, like take cues from your body and um, just kind of, you know, listen to your body and and what it needs. Um, You know, like Paul and I said, we do, you know, he does a bath. I don't take baths. I do my weird little jazz showers. Um, (laughs) I cannot wait to do that. I really can't. No, it's, it's so nice. Like I told my friends about it and they were like, this is amazing. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think just taking cues from your, from your body, listening to what your body needs. And like I said, just kind of showing up for yourself and making time for yourself without kind of feeling guilty about it. Um, And I think when you can, you know, practice that and start getting comfortable with that, um, I think that, you know, you can show up for other things in your life a lot easier. Like when people need you or you need to be social or something, you'll be recharged and, uh, you know, ready to hopefully get out of this quarantine soon and then we can do some fun stuff and get back to our normal lives and we'll be like incredibly recharged through all of this, which will be kind of amazing. Agreed. What are your like final piece of advice? I kind of want to hear yours too. Well, number one, I have not canceled my trip to LA yet. I'm holding Ah. out. (laughs) I I think it's inevitable. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's inevitable. But um, you know, my my normal tips if we weren't in a quarantine right now would be get out there, travel, go to the gym, try new restaurants, meet up with your friends, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. stay home. But uh, you know, I I think right now I think it's 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 all about being mindful uh for for what's going on in the world and and how you're processing it and how you're dealing with it and and just take a second you know think about if you're loving yourself if you're taking care of yourself and um if if you're feeling if you're finding yourself like totally strained mentally from this thing uh, or, you know, you're dealing with the anxiety of potentially losing your job or losing some money or a spouse getting sick or a family member getting sick, like there's a high likelihood that that could happen. And, and mm-hmm. I think preparing yourself for something bad to happen may be part of, of how you get through stuff like this. It might be part right, of your right. self-care routine of, what would I do if, what would we do if, like, let's talk through X, Y, and Z, not to be morbid, but to be practical. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And during this time, like, if you are healthy, if you are feeling okay, but you're feeling stressed and don't know what to do, like, just take a second. I feel like we hit all of them on the nose. Like, your diet matters, like, your nutrition matters, balance matters, or lack of balance matters, you know? And then just little things like a, like a shower or a bath or, or listening to music or, or, or laying under a blanket or watching a TV show, Tiger King, 
it's great. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god, who doesn't had love to plug? King? Had to plug. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, right. Spy, uh, Netflix, <laughs> are you going to sponsor this podcast? Yeah, um, but it. Uh, but that's it, right? Like you just have to have to to make time for you during a time that's all about the rest of the world and nothing's really about you. You can make your own life about you. So I feel good. You know, I, I think that like, there's a lot of us who are probably, you know, going to continue to read more and look for advice. You know, like we're going to, we're probably going to have periods where we feel really weak, where we feel really strong, but like, that's okay. Give yourself that freedom. As you said, show yes. up for yourself, but also accept when you fail. Um, Cause yeah. it's going to be really hard. And this is something we've never experienced before. So um, it's already been hard, you know, so like just, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's different. I mean, I don't think any of us have experienced anything like this before. So yeah. it's, I think we're all kind of learning together how to cope with it the best. And yeah, I mean, just, and if you have to lean on other people <clears throat> in times yeah. like these and um, just kind of see what they're doing and their thoughts and, and yeah, I think we'll kind of, we'll all go through this together. And, uh, you know, like I said, you're not alone. Everyone's going through this. So I think that should give you, you know, some kind of a silver lining as well and some comfort. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Cool. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people thank get in you. touch with you? How can so, they learn more about you? So Instagram, of course, that's probably where I'm most active. Um, it's at Kaylee, K-A-E-L-I, and then Gibbs, G-I-B-B-S. Yeah, thank you, Paul, for having me. I'm so happy. I know. Thank you for being such a wonderful (laughs) guest and and bringing me calm on a night where I wasn't sure if I was going to feel it. So this was awesome. Um, I'm so happy. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, If you want more content, we have 25 other episodes to get you through uh, this (laughs) quarantine um but as always you can you can uh, follow us on instagram at let's unpack that underscore podcast or you can email us give us feedback tell us what you hated tell us what you loved at let's unpack that at gmail.com let's unpack that pod excuse me at gmail.com it's been a long time since i've done this i feel like i'm getting yeah i'm sure um but cool thank you guys for listening i I hope you enjoyed unpacking self-care take care (laughs) that was weird